Hi everyone, welcome to <sighs> another episode of Coffee with Chaos, where I do actually have coffee. Which is good, because I'm on the green tea, so I'm letting down the side now, without yep. uh, without I, coffee. Sainsbury's own, whatever it's called. Something trying to be fancy. I can't even see Stanford it. Stanford Street, is that what it is? Mm. I can't remember. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's instant coffee. Mm -hmm. It'll it'll do the job. It's good. It's it's lovely, warm, hot drink. <laughs> uh, we've spent most of this morning talking about London Toy Fair. Yeah, so we got Toy Fair coming up tomorrow, which will still be tomorrow when this comes out, hopefully. Um, so we get to <laughs> kind of uh, look around the Toy Fair and see all the fun fun toys and hopefully get loads of video content and Amy gets to talk to loads of people. And I get to squish many a plush. Mm, absolutely. But, Tons of plushes. Yeah. There's a few mascots as well walking around, which I think I should I should be able to get at least one hug. Yeah. Right? I can take a photo of that. Yeah. Video. It should be fine. Whatever. Should be fine. <laughs> I think the, the, the ones that I'm looking forward to, Cam, mm -hmm. the Calico Squishmallow is meant to be there. Uh, there's a few different... Uh, mascots I've seen. I don't know if Super Potato will be there, but I know or I have heard that Spudley from Big Potato Games isn't going to be there. Oh, sad. Well, maybe there's a Spud you like nearby. Um, but um, Toy Fair will be good. We're hoping to get loads of content from that. Maybe some gameplay demos for things like Star Wars Unlimited, which is coming out in March, um, and a load of other games from, you know, Hasbro and so many different things. Format Games, our friends. Our, our friends. friends. We've said it. It's out there on the internet. <laughs> we've said that we're friends with Format Games. Um, and we're hopefully going to nip by the Ravensburger yep. stall as well. I'm excited because I have seen Pac-Man Corridor, which mm. is going to be released later this year. So I'm hoping we can give that a go as well. But there's loads of stuff that we won't know about until we get there. Absolutely not. No, there was some stuff in the backgrounds of some images that I've seen that I'm like, that looks really cool. Like the mind, it was like two player with the mind. Yeah. Or it looks like it. Soulmates. Soulmates. That's what it was, which is great. That sounds like a fantastic Valentine's Day gift. Oh, God. Speaking of Valentine's Day, coming out less than a month away. Have you got a countdown going? Is that no, what's I'm happening? Or it's just... In your radar. I'm chilled. I haven't got a present or anything yet, but I've booked the restaurant and I think that is the first step. That is, that <laughs> is good. Good work there. But there's loads of really interesting two-player games as well, which I think is a really nice segue to something that we're going to be playing later today. Yes, the Yu-Gi-Oh! two-player starter set, which I actually have here for the video uh, podcast. Um, the Yu-Gi-Oh! two-player starter set, which... Are you not going to do an audio thing to just represent it's here? It's here. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the Yu-Gi-Oh! two-player starts a great way into playing the uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game. Um, there's video games that you can get like Duel Links, Master Duel, um, which can teach you how to play. There's loads of how to plays as well. This is a great way into it. Currently sold out on the online store. But it's been so popular and that is why it's sold out. But I'm really looking forward to doing this sort of playthrough of it as well because something you said that was quite interesting is there's not play sets yeah so there's not play sets of things it's all one-offs but there's some great reprints in here for Yu-Gi-Oh fans like zeus ash blossom there's dd crow there's eldritch the golden lord there's visa star frost there's loads of great actual reprints in here um which normally isn't the case for a starter deck so starter decks are normally pretty pretty Basic, I want to say. Basic I mean, level. I feel like basic is a word that is always used in a negative yeah, context. It shouldn't but be negative. I think for starters, you need to have 
that basic level covered. And this this has some basic, like it's got some normal monsters that don't have effects that kind of ease you into the game. But what it also has is it has a lot of great monsters that are used in competitive gameplay today still, which will be great around the kitchen table anyway, and loads of one-off pieces. So if you like a, a piece in here, if you like the Ojamas, if you like the Dark Magician, you can go in that direction, get more of those cards nice. and expand from there. But a cool thing that it does have is that it's got they're all in these in this plastic pouch which says don't shuffle it because there's a little comic book to guide you through how to actually play the game step by step showing you all the different bits and what these different mechanics do how to synchro and xe summon which the decks both do separately i don't know if we'll go through the comic book step by step because you know vaguely how to play and i think <laughs> it's something that's interesting because if you haven't played Yu-Gi-Oh before we often say visit your local community yeah. and things like that some people don't have a local community to them and they don't want to just go on, is it Master Duel? Master Duel, Duel Links, uh, YouTube to watch uh, how to play videos. Back in the day, though, we had some VHSs and DVDs to teach us how to play. But you could pick this up as a gift for somebody mm -hmm. who's looking to get into Yu-Gi-Oh! And they, they don't really need to talk to somebody else. So you've got that comic book in there to go yeah, through so the you, steps. You've got the comic book. It is designed for two players. Uh, yes. So you need someone else to play off of, ideally. And I, I do get that. But initially, if you're <laughs> like thinking, I kind of want to know what I'm doing before... Yeah. I play against someone you've got that comic book and the art style of the box is really nice as well and the fact that you've got that kind of pointillism <laughs> bit on the edges that i can see that kind of pop art yeah style of dots it's like a comic it ties into the comic so that's quite satisfying for yeah. me to see as well but it is a small box mm -hmm. it's not anything that's going to take up too much room so really good for people to consider as gifts or to just pick up for yourself to get into Yu-Gi-Oh! Absolutely and what I will say for uh, for people who do already love Yu-Gi-Oh! there's some great reprints in here at a great price point for people who don't know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! and want something straight away if the starter set isn't available structure decks are a great shout as well they've normally got a theme going throughout so we got the Cyber Strike one which has a lot of cyber related cards in it shocking um, <laughs> but then there's some yeah. other st structure decks that have some additional themes going on that would normally give you a great insight a great starting point to playing a deck the speed dual stuff as well is a great shout as well it's essentially a, a slightly simpler way of playing Yu-Gi-Oh! you've got less zones less things to worry about and is often quicker too so speed duels box sets come with pre-made decks in could also be a great shout for Yu-Gi-Oh! players but if you just want to taste in the game for free head down to your local game store we have our store our chaos, Cost, chaos cards tabletop gaming center in Folkestone Kent where you can go in learn to play even come to our events every single week um but there's also Duel Links and Master Duel if you want to do it from your bed, which you can do. It's and up to you. I think that's the thing with so many trading card games that are out there. There are a lot of online resources, which helps when you... I'm a researcher in the sense I'm not an actual researcher. No. Slow down. Not researching anything? No. Carrots. But when I... Uh, when I'm looking to get a new game, I do like trying to find out as much information about it before I actually buy because... I very easily get scared by games that are too heavy. Yeah. And seeing somebody go, okay, so here's a three-hour how-to-play video, it's probably not a game for me. That's probably where I'll go, I think I'm good. But something, and um, you mentioned it earlier, taco, uh, kitten, pizza. pizza, really easy. My little one understood it straight away yeah. and it is a four plus game and my small one is three so it's very much a i don't think you need three hours to learn how to play to no. this 
cluster has also awesome. been really good with that so seeing what i deem to be a more complicated game like Yu-Gi-Oh have something that is a simple this is how to do it yeah. it's really good and i think uh if you want to find out more about that we spoke about that last week on actually on the chaos coffee with chaos yeah. podcast um where we talked about those kind of different levels of complexity within games and i think yeah it's a great entry point into Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, especially, but we also had last week Yu-Gi-Oh's release of Maze of Millennia, Beautiful which was last set. week. We're, we're getting Yu-Gi-Oh's chain chain releases of Yu-Gi-Oh. It is one of those the uh, Maze of Millennia beautiful set. We saw some stunning cards in the opening that we did on stream. You saw some when you kind of did the unboxing yeah. as well. And something I did want to mention is do head on over to the YouTube channel and check out all the different videos we have on there. So it's not just the live streams or the shorts. We've got videos that you might not find on other channels. Yeah, as we've well. got unboxings of things, including things like Taco Kit and Pizza. So all different levels of board games, card games. We've also got two hopefully regular series on top of Coffee with Chaos. It's hopefully <laughs> a regular series. Um, in Marvel Mondays. Yes. So I play Marvel Champions solo against a villain. We randomize the hero, the villain, the modular encounter set as well. And this week was uh, Valkyrie against Nebula. Ooh. And uh, if you didn't see it, I won. But go and head on over to the YouTube channel and check out the full, I think it's around half an hour gameplay. Was that also the one where you were a little bit unsure whether you'd already taken off the... Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I looked back and I was, I won. Basically, I, I, I was <laughs> I was watching it and I was waiting for the caveat. I did win or caveat. I did. Just... I did actually win. Uh, I miscounted in my head. I missed something, but I did win. Um, but it shows you the variety in gameplay that you can have with Marvel Champions, even if you're playing on your own. But you can play it as two players as well. Yeah, we've done a few cooperative games on stream, which have been really, really good fun. But your other regular solo gameplay mm. is uh final girl friday yeah it's right behind you yep. uh final girl uh again like with marvel i'm doing randomizing the final girl i am the villain i'm against the map i'm on as well because it's very modular too you pick out your feature film and you play however you want to play uh first one was a loss um it was just over an hour but it was also me relearning the game because i hadn't played it for a while and i would say with final girl you are on the back foot of yeah. it because that is the whole setup you gotta You're... save people you gotta find items and then you gotta try and beat this big bad yeah and it, <laughs> final girl is based on the idea that you are the final girl mm. in a horror film and spoiler they don't all survive no they don't but great series um we uh have a load of it over on the online store as well as marvel champions uh which you can find but final girl is purely a solo game i guess you could play it together with someone else where you're making the decisions together which we did on stream before where mm -hmm. we were kind of talking through it but i would say the final girl is actually a really nice gift if you've got somebody who enjoys playing board games doesn't often get them to the table because you can do a quick game with mm -hmm. it i know you said it took an hour but i think it is one of those that depending on your decisions you might die in the first 15 minutes and also most people aren't talking and explaining everything <laughs> they do when they're playing on their own wait what <laughs> you mean you're not having that dialogue when you're at home in the gaming shed no. where you're just like oh, oh what do i do now <laughs> but uh if you are looking to get final girl make sure to pick up the core box and then a feature film be it uh a knock at the door into the void panic at station 2891 uh camp happy trails camp happy trails 
ones. There's a load of different ones, but make sure you pick up the core box and an additional one, otherwise you won't be able to play the game. Yeah, and I think something that I've been looking at, obviously we spoke about a Toy Fair corridor, you can get the full-size game, you can yep. get a mini version of it, which I thought was quite good because they're very tactile games mm. from what I can see. Have you got it? No, I don't. So it's something I'm actually thinking of getting as a payday treat to myself um, because it is a strategy game, two to four players as well. So it's something that I can play at home with my partner or mm. I can take with me around to my friends. I have friends, oh. who knew, uh, who also enjoy board games. So I'm looking at a few different uh, games like that as well. It's starting to get a bit more sunny outside. It is. We're getting more daylight. Time for Double Beach. Yeah. Um. I also saw a game that is called like Sandy Shores or something, and I found myself going, "Oh, I feel what? like that's a name." I I feel like that might be a D and D character somewhere mm. in the world. But uh, yeah, lots of beach games. We're getting into spring, and I'm looking forward to the new releases that are going to be coming up. Well, what I was going to say quickly, you said about Mini Corridor. We got in a few weeks ago a load of those mini versions of other games like Scrabble and Monopoly and things like that. And I, haven't, I haven't seen one in person, so I no. don't know how tiny they are. But that is a really interesting thing of like we're seeing the, the button shy games where you can fit them in your wallet. Things like Battlecrest, uh, even Hive to an yes. extent. I've got Pocket Hive, which it would fit in a big pocket. It's and still quite chunky. It's when <laughs> somebody goes, it's pocket sized. And um, being a girl, our pockets are never <laughs> prepared for whatever pocket sized item should go in them. So I'm always like, are you sure? Is it definitely <laughs> pocket sized? But Hive is a great game. Mm -hmm. You don't have to keep it in the bag that it's in. You could definitely compact that down. You could make like two different sets, I guess. Yeah. Um, but there's also things like the uh, the Oink games, which I'm a big fan of. Fake Artist Goes to New York. Uh, there is my favorite. It's the, the motorbike. The motorbike. Um, my favorite, which is Startups, which we have we often don't have in stock, but I'm a big fan of it. It's a great uh, multiplayer game. That might be why we often don't have it exactly. in stock. Uh, Insider. There's, there's a lot of games that um, I've noticed before where I go, oh, actually, I'd like to pick that up. Oh, it's out of stock. And... That's because everyone who hears about it, as soon as they see it in stock, exactly. they buy it straight away. So whenever there is an out-of-stock item, sign up for those stock notifications. Absolutely. Well. Same with that Yu-Gi-Oh! 2 player starter set. But bouncing off of Yu-Gi-Oh! and into this coming week, Paladin Fates for Pokemon is releasing this coming Friday. Huge release for Pokemon. Just like Crown Zenith was last year, we got another special so set in a new Fates set, Paldian Fates, so many shiny cards in it, and alternate art, special illustration rares, whatever you want to call them. But that Charizard, it's a big one. It, it does look incredible. Obviously, we will be opening it up for the first time. I mean, you've opened up some already. but I opened up one booster pack. Yeah, that's not <laughs> But on stream, we're going to do a six-hour stream mm -hmm. for it, see what we get. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the different artworks. I did have a peek and seeing the... I don't, I don't quite know what the terminology is for it, but the bright pink and um, bright pink with it, which reminded me a little bit of Fusion Strike as yeah. well. And this is the first Fates, the Fates set. Ah, oh, I'm just tripping all over my words. <laughs> the first Fates set that I will have opened. Yes. So, yeah, uh, did you never open any Shining Fates? I think you did. I but think not on release. Not on release. And I think that's kind of a different thing when you're mm. opening an older set versus something that is brand new out as well. So 
Yeah, very excited for that. Um, it also isn't the full release for no. Paladin Fates. There is some stuff coming out later in February as mm -hmm. well, so keep an eye out for those as well. But we got the, is it the technical sticker packs? Yep, so tech sticker packs. Tech, tech sorry. sticker packs. They are stickers that are slightly shiny. Um, I assume that's the only tech thing about them. I haven't actually read the description on the back. Um, but they also come with three boost packs, those collections, and the promo card, and the code card of uh, the, the specific dog that's on them. Um, <laughs> the, the specific dog. Yeah, bread dog. Uh, scary spooky, dog. Spooky dog. And big dog. Big dog, scary <laughs> dog. And uh, there is so much to look forward to with that. So even if you just pick up a booster pack... Give it a go. See what you think of the latest Pokemon set. Yeah, and, and kind of going back a bit as well, we also had Digimon for release last week, which I forgot about. Animal Digimon Coliseum. Animal Coliseum, which is a great set as well. Another special set. Uh, had some great stuff in it, some very obscure Digimon. Well, didn't you say that some of the Digimon were from the Nintendo DS Yeah, game? from the Nintendo DS games Dusk and Dawn, I believe, um, which is quite interesting. Not a game that I ever played. Um, but yeah, some of them are from there, and then you've got a load of different other Digimon as well in very pretty art, like Bandai always does. Yeah. With their games, uh, we hopefully have One Piece um, coming up at some point. Yeah, soon. I think it, it's always difficult, and particularly, I don't know if you've noticed, the weather has been somewhat tumultuous. Tumultuous? Yeah. 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 That's a word. Uh, so there's always potential issues with shipping delays and things like that. So hopefully, if all aligns, we will have One Piece as well and um, we've got heavy hitters before too long fleece and blood fleece yes. and blood um, i've been looking at bits and pieces i think i i remember seeing some of the heroes they look quite interesting a lot of uh, gladiator related stuff i mean with the set name being heavy hitters yeah. i really want it to be gladiator and not like the bbc show gladiator with lots of padded <laughs> weaponry i think it it should be the good film gladiator like the film gladiator <laughs> um and I think it's going to be interesting because it's been a while since we've opened any Flesh and Blood because they do a limited amount of sets per yeah, year. Yeah, I don't think we did last time. Hopefully we get to do uh, this time around, but we'll see what happens closer to release. But something we have been opening recently and hopefully we'll do more in the future is Disney Lorcana. We continue to open that, continue to find these gorgeous enchanted rares. We got Pete last so, time. Um, uh, no, uh, what did you get yesterday? You didn't get Pete yesterday. No, I didn't get Pete yesterday. I got Namari from Namari. Uh, Ryan, Last Dragon. Um, and we've been really lucky to get the... Um, Enchanted's every stream we've done so far. Really lucky yeah. with that because it is not guaranteed and there are lots of people still hunting for those Enchanted's cards as well. How are you finding your uh, Lorcana TCG journey? I'm finding it interesting. I think the deck building is a little bit frustrating for me because it's the first time we've been through that process. Mm -hmm. So learning which are the particular ink types I like, but also the fact that you can't, pick the cards you draw which sounds really silly but you've got your 60 card deck mm -hmm. you shuffle it up you can design it in any way you want but ultimately it's whatever cards come out yeah of the deck and i've played things like canasta gin rummy all of those games and i'm used to that as a concept but also you don't design your deck in no, that way. So. that's the interesting thing. And I think as you get more and more into the TCG, you'll recognise, I think, and I think you already are, the importance of play sets, having four of a specific card that you're after. Yes. And then other kind of searching cards. I, I can't remember the name of the card, but there's an amber one that's like, look at the top four cards of your deck. And I was, initially, when I've been building my decks, I'm like, 
what's the point of that? Mm. But actually, knowing what's coming up is pretty handy yeah. because if you end up with a nine cost Maleficent in your hand and you've only got six in like inks in your inkwell yeah. you got no chance it's yeah. not going to happen i think you're kind of growing as the lorcana tcg itself is growing because it starts off it started off at a, not basic but like a relatively easy entry point and is continuing to move forwards i'm really looking forward to seeing what comes with into the inklands with those locations mm -hmm. as well because that's going to be adding another element of the gameplay so is it going to be a case you should have a third of your deck being locations a third being characters and a third being actions and songs i think a third is too much yeah i think it'll be like one-offs but it's that kind of thing of how does that work in practice and it's really exciting for me i've said it before i will say it hundreds of times more to be with a tcg from the beginning because so many things are celebrating 20 year mm -hmm. 30 year anniversaries that's 30 years of gameplay that you've got to catch up on. But yeah, Disney Lord Karna is really interesting. We're hoping to get more gameplay and kind of continue that learning process of uh, building the deck and rearranging the deck. If you want to pick yours up, we've got a load over on the online store and the TikTok shop and the store in Folkestone as well, where we've got events too. Yep. But if you're looking for single cards, which I think is a great option when you're trying to build that deck and you're looking for those play sets, we've also got those two on the online store. And I think that's something that I'm also learning about as well. I've never really understood why people would buy a booster box, for mm. example, when I'm collecting, like, because I haven't ever really invested in a trading card game in this way. A booster box is really great, but it is quite expensive in mm. terms of an outlay for it. Yes, you get some really good cards, and I'm very thankful for <laughs> the cards that I've got. But when you're looking for those play sets, you've got no guarantee you're going to find those cards in there. So for me, buying a booster box at release mm. and then picking up singles is definitely the way that I will be going forward with it. But lots of people try and master and complete yep. sets and... That is pricey. Yes. And that is great, and I admire that, but I don't think that's how I'm going to be going forward with Lorcana. I think I'm going to be happy with the cards I've got and then try and pick up the occasional ones of singles, and I don't think I could chase the Enchanted. I think that's just where heartbreak lies yeah. with it. We have it when we do openings on stream where we're opening hundreds or thousands of booster packs and still not getting that one card. Mm -hmm. And I'm not cut out for that kind of life. <laughs> it's too much for me. Uh, so, yeah, I'm finding it interesting. De deck building is going to be good. Seeing what happens with Into the Inklands, which does get the release in store first. Yes. So do head to your local gaming store for that or head to the our shop in Folkestone. Saturday mornings, 10 o'clock. It's our Lorcana community. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think we, we might just do that. Yeah, we've got a busy day ahead of us tomorrow and uh, we'll be back next week, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday's fine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Wednesday's fine, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week for more Coffee with the Cows. Obviously, as usual, we are live every single weekday from 4 o'clock on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube and Facebook, except for tomorrow and other days that we're not normally. Yeah, I mean, there'll be there'll train be, strikes, bank yeah. holidays and things like that, but just you'll figure it out <laughs> but we will see you later have an amazing rest of the day and bye-bye uh, bye-bye